What's up, everyone? Welcome to the first episode of Sneaker Love with Matty Ice. And I'm your host, Matty Ice, and I'm a part of the Matty Ice Media Network, as this show is. If you're listening to me for the first time and you've never heard my voice, then you don't know that I'm a huge podcaster out there in the podcasting world. I've started shows like the Sofley Casual Podcast, which has a sneaker-related pun to its title. I'm also the host of Drippin' Sports Podcast and the co-host of other shows, and all those can be found on my website, which is mattyicemedia.com. I decided to start this show because I did an episode about my love for sneakers. Sneakers are something that has been a part of my life for a while. As a young kid, I was always drawn to two things. I was always drawn to sneakers and I was always drawn to hats. But as a kid, my parents obviously had priorities with their finances. We didn't grow up having a whole lot, but we didn't grow up destitute. And so my parents were always very frugal with their money because they understood that that money had to go to more important places. They wanted to funnel their money into things that seemed to have more benefit in the long term for my life specifically. So when I wanted a pair of Jordans, let's say, that was really out of the picture because spending $100 in a pair of shoes that they knew I was going to beat up as a kid, when they could funnel that money into something like lessons for saxophone or maybe even a tutor for the SATs or something like that, they knew that those were going to directly benefit my future and they made decisions based off of that. When I think about what my parents sacrificed when I grew up, I didn't realize how much they were sacrificing. And I think that's one of the things about parenthood is that you generally protect your children from so much and you do it in such a good way that they don't even realize it's happening. You know, I wouldn't realize that my parents would drive beater cars because that was the way that they saved money in order to be able to do other things to allow me the lifestyle to enjoy myself. So when I became an adult, and I discovered sneakers all over again, it was in a place where I knew that I could prioritize something like that in my life. Also understanding the priorities that I had in my life and my parents really taught me that. So sneakers are really an embodiment of so many things and they bring me back to a moment in childhood that really, I don't know, like it makes me feel nostalgic in a different way than so many other things. But my origin story in in sneakers, at least the current incarnation and really the, the birth of Matty Ice, so to speak, happened in 2018. I was in New York City with a friend of mine, AJ, and we were there for a WWE event. And one of the things we wanted to do was sort of explore the city. He's from Queens. I obviously live in the DMV down here in Virginia. And he asked, hey, what do you want to do? Like, what is it? What are some things that maybe you want to do? We have a day off. We have some time before we go to the event tonight. Like, let's figure something out. And I remember specifically because we were you know, going to a wrestling event, I had stumbled upon a video that Shane McMahon was in. And if you're not uh, familiar, Shane McMahon is the son of Vince McMahon, who was the owner and CEO of the WWE and has been for many, many years. Uh, He was at a sneaker shop in New York and he was going sneaker shopping. And I just remember seeing this and thought, you know, uh, I've been really struggling the past few years with finding fashionable footwear. Like I had shoes for work and I had shoes for running and exercising, but I didn't have anything from a casual sense. And I always struggled with that. And so I said, hey, let's try to find one of these places. And, you know, I found the video on my phone and I found out what it was called. And I told him about it and we walked all the way. I think we walked something like 16 or 18 blocks together there and where we ended up was a store called Flight Club and if you're in the sneaker you know culture then you know what that store is and you know what that store means at least in New York City and what it means to to the sneaker world right a complex 
does their sneaker shopping videos from many different places, but they obviously did a lot of them from Flight Club. And really what it is, it's a large glorified consignment store where shoes are sold at resale prices and people can kind of give their shoes that they want to have sold there. They, you know, the store takes a commission. And one of the things that happened is we walked in, it was packed in there and I was immediately drawn into the selection, how many shoes there were and how many choices they had. There's something for everybody. And that's one of the things that has always drawn me to sneakers is that there is something for everybody. My wife and I were talking the other day about, you know, a, a coworker of hers whose son is into the sneaker resale game. And he looks at a lot of his shoes and says, those are just so ugly. And my wife laughed because she looks at some of mine and will say the same thing, but then there's some that she really, really likes. And so there's something that speaks to everybody. So when we were there, I was not only drawn to the selection of the shoes, but I was drawn to the diversity in the company that I was keeping at that moment, that basically there was something for everybody and everybody was inclusive to so many different types of backgrounds. Like you didn't have to be black or Asian or rich even to be a part of sneaker culture. You could be anything that you wanted. And I think sneaker culture today has grown into something a little bit different, but that's what drew me to it. And my journey through sneakers has been a wonderful one. I sit here today with something like 40 pairs in my collection, all different. And you know what? I remember the meaning of all of them. It's just a wonderful thing. Over the course of time, I grew to have a YouTube channel. And that YouTube channel was reviewing replica sneakers, but also kind of doing some comparisons to retail sneakers and so forth. And there's a whole different market in the sneaker world now to where you are wearing replicas or you're wearing retails or some somewhat of a mixture of both. And while I'm not here and will never endure any particular way of you know, living your life, uh, that was just something that had happened for me and I had started a YouTube channel. And over the course of time, I grew to love the content creation methods. I grew to love, uh, you know, finding out about the shoe, learning about it, understanding, you know, how shoes are made, how shoes are crafted, and then also getting into the design elements of a shoe, understanding why a shoe was made a certain way. And even though there would be a shoe that I wouldn't necessarily like, I could understand the design behind it. And I grew to understand that sneakers were just another form of art. While not every shoe was intended to be a form of art, there are certainly so many that release that you can wear and they are just your normal everyday run-of-the-mill shoes, like, you know, a black and white silhouette, a blue and white silhouette, something like that. Uh, you can find so many that fit your needs, but then there are some that are true works of art that the creator of it, the collaborator on it, the designer put in so much time to pick every single element, every single material, the design around it, you know, words that are on it, what the meaning is behind why the shoe looks and is crafted the way that it is. And by having a YouTube channel, I learned so much about that. It made me so happy. YouTube, though, has a direct guideline set, essentially, that forbids you to talk about counterfeit items. And so my YouTube channel got shut down. And at the time, it was a, a I breathed a sigh of relief because that was not something that I wanted to do anymore because I realized that I had fallen into a trap. I had forgotten why I love sneakers in the first place. And I had gotten into this idea that if I made a YouTube channel and be got quote unquote popular, that I would start to get free stuff from some of these sellers in China. But that's not what it's about. It's about the love of sneakers. And so I decided I wanted to do something else creatively with this. And while I did an episode on Soulfully Casual about this that some of you may or may not have heard, um, you know, I wanted to make a new channel and I was struggling to put together what I wanted to do. Did I want it to be video? How did I want to go about it? Most people, if you have 
come here because you've heard my YouTube videos or seen my YouTube videos, you know what I look like. I do not hide myself on my Instagram page. Uh, I do not hide myself in, in any videos. I'm out there because the real authentic me to me is the most important person. And when I was thinking about what I wanted to do, what did sneaker love with Matty Ice need to be? I realized that, you know what? It didn't necessarily need to start out in a video form. You know who I am. You know what I look like. If you've been to my Instagram page, which is Matty Ice Sneakers, you know, I'll post pictures of myself, my kids, my dog, and my sneakers, of course. I mean, that's really what it's about, but I'm out there. I don't need to have a video presence for you to understand what I'm all about and to genuinely get into what I'm about. So I decided to make a verbal podcast because you know why? It's something that I'm good at. And maybe you might roll your eyes because you say, my God, how many podcasts could this guy possibly have? But the idea is not to inundate you with content here. The idea is to have a genuine conversation about shoes. And I think the, the goal of this show is going to be to have a real conversation about the shoes that are coming out and maybe talk about them and how they fit into my life. Sitting next to me right now is is a pair of Jordan 1s, the Obsidian colorway for any of you who are you know into that or understand the lingo. And it has a lot of colors that I like, that Carolina blue, white, nice tumbled leather, a little bit of a creaminess to it, the navy blue. It's a great shoe, it fits all year round. And I wore it for the first time in a while yesterday and it was great. It goes with so many things. And that's the thing is like, there are so many shoes that come out now and the sneaker world has turned into scalping upon scalping. You don't buy it because you love it, you buy it because you want somebody else to tell you you how great you look in it, or you buy it because you want to be able to sell it. And I understand capitalism at its finest. You do you. No judgment here. And that's the whole point. It's called sneaker love because there's no judgment whatsoever. And that's the goal. You're coming here because you love sneakers and because you want to talk about it. You want to talk about the fact that maybe you can't pull Air Force Ones off, but you understand that it's a classic aesthetic that needs to be respected. You come here because you think that the Halloween Nike shoes that are coming out are absolute trash or you love them, right? And like, that's the thing. Thing, is like so many shoes come out on a weekly basis and I think to myself how can everybody want everything all the time there's no way that every single person loves every single shoe that comes out and I have found myself lately being very picky and choosy about the ones that I like and there's just so many choices like how could you possibly like or want them all and again I understand if you're trying to sell them but I'm talking about purely from a wearing how does it make you feel and that's what I think the goal too is for me uh, sneakers are about how they make me feel sure I love being able to relate with all of you about the shoes that we genuinely and mutually like, but ultimately I wear sneakers because I like them, not because other people like. If I get a compliment, I get a compliment. And if most of the time people ignore them because they're not caring what I have on my feet, my life still goes on. I still love wearing them. It doesn't matter if they're hype. It doesn't matter if they're a general release. It just matters that they are, they look like I want them to look and what make me feel good. These Jordan ones that I have here, the Obsidians, right? They differ from a lot of the other shoes that I have in my collection shoes that have many different design elements. And we'll get into a lot of those. Maybe we'll even debate some of the best shoes that are out there, some of the best shoes of each year. 2021 has had a lot of releases. How many of them have been memorable? Like what are the memorable ones to you? And that's really the goal for me. It's not to inundate you with words. It's not to inundate you with content, no reviews of batches, none of that stuff. It's just gonna be about shoes. And maybe there'll be a sneaker of the week. Maybe there won't be. Perhaps I'll share the sneaker of the week on Instagram and you can sound off in the comments about what you 
you like and what you don't like about it. But the point of sneaker love is to share the love, is to talk about the love. And we have a lot to look forward to, I think. The lineage of sneakers is also very important. Understanding where they came from, how the culture got to where it is today. You know, if you're a young person who didn't live when Michael Jordan was playing, do you understand the significance of Michael Jordan? I'm sure that you do, but it's always good to know, to research, to understand the history of something, understand the history of why it is important today. Like, why is it important that so many people are seen on the red carpet or out in media events with Jordans on, right? What does that mean? Why did that happen? Like the Jordan shoe started off as a basketball shoe and now it is a lifestyle shoe. You don't see people wearing a lot of old timey Jordans on the court because life has changed, right? Technology has changed and that's the idea. So there's so much that we can talk about. I have no idea what the cadence of the show is going to be. All I know is that it's fun and I'm looking forward to putting on the show. I'm looking forward to having people on here who I know in the sneaker world and I'm just looking forward to honestly sharing love. That's what it's all about. The world is too negative these days. There's too much hate being thrown around, not just in the sneaker world, but in everything that we do. We need to share love. We need to judge less. And we need to find people that mutually share the same love and interest that we do. Because in the end, all we really have are the people around us. Our life is very, very short. It's too short to own every single sneaker. It's too short to want to impress everybody. It's too short to want to try and be like other people. And again, no judgment. I love many of the people that I know in the sneaker world and I love what they do. There's so many people who know so much more than I do about sneakers. They know so much more, whether it's retails, replicas or whatever. They make great video content. They take great photographs. I love that stuff. I know some legit checkers. I love the work that they're doing. Saving people's money, educating people along the way. And that's the thing. If you're going to be into something, be into it full bore. Whenever I get into something, I always go full in research. When I went to sneaker con a few years back with my friend Cleveland, he he was just amazed at how much knowledge I had come up with. And it's because I just researched and looked and immersed myself. I do it with everything. I did it with marathon running, did it with boxing. I do it with podcasting. I want to be the best that I can be in everything that I do. And that's something that we should all strive for. So what do you love about sneakers? What is it that got you there? Tell me your origin story. I told you mine. And mine maybe is very anticlimactic. I don't have the same stories that a lot of people do about their moms spending the lunch money for the week or dinner money for the week to get them that pair of Jordans that they always wanted. Those are the stories that matter. Those are the stories that hit home. And I think it's really important that you share them. So how can you find me, right? Well, you can obviously find me wherever you find your podcasts. On Instagram, I said Maddie Guy Sneakers. That's the main Instagram account that I use. And I try to post as often as I can. Maybe I'll start sharing sneakers of the week. You know, maybe I'll start sharing video clips to sort of accompany these particular episodes. I don't want these to be too long, 15, 20 minutes at max. I just want to talk about shoes. But if you want to be on the show, let me know. Reach out to me at Maddie Ice Media on Twitter. I post a lot about the other podcasts that I do as a part of the Maddie Ice Media Network. I love podcasting. I love the spoken word. And this is just another avenue to get shoes and sneakers and how much I love them and how much you love them out there for everybody to see. So reach out to the show, connect with me and let me know what's your origin story and what do you love about sneakers? I hope everybody has a great rest of their weekend. I love all of you and I wish you all the best. Sneaker love from Maddie Ice. Peace. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on Fire Footwear are those of Matt Freights and his guests, and not necessarily those of the Maddie Ice Media Network. 
Fire Footwear is exclusively owned by Matt Freights and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.